Hi, everyone, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borquez, and you guys, it's just me sitting here right now because um, of the coronavirus. We are unable to record together, so Sarah and I just finished a Skype interview, so I'm doing a little intro so you can know what's going on. We have a very special surprise for all of our Vanderpump Rules Party listeners. We have Charlie Burnett joining us. She is the new cast member of Vanderpump Rules on season eight. You may know her as the girl who's never tried pasta, but we dig a little bit deeper. We get to know her. She was so nice to call and do this with us. So Hope you guys enjoy this interview, and tonight we will be uploading um, our podcast for the episode that aired last night. So stay tuned. We'll be uploading two podcasts today. So we hope you enjoy this, and follow Charlie on social media. We'll plug all that into the show notes, and we will talk to you guys tonight. Hello. Oh, there you are. Hi, Charlie. Hi, sorry, excuse the way I look. Oh my gosh, wait, can you see me too, or I can no, see I you? Me okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want to show myself, Charlie. <laughs> well, I like duct tape over my webcam thing because I've done this on meetings before, and I'm like, whoa, I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I've been getting ready every day since this happened, and then today... I actually came to stay with my boyfriend because L.A. was freaking me out. And um, his house, like, is a boy house. Yes. So today I was like, oh, I'm deep cleaning the shit out of this house. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stay here. Sorry, excuse me. Let me try to turn that off. Um, I cannot, like, stay here any longer with um, <laughs> the, the boy's bathroom. So that's why I look like this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, oh, man. I'm cleaning, so... I can imagine. I did that when I was like 18. I would clean houses and the men's were the worst. I was like, oh, oh, all this hair is freaking me out. <laughs> yeah, I used to clean houses. I was the maid for um, the first couple months I was living in L.A. actually. Yeah, that's what I did when I moved to California. Cool. Yeah, because it's honestly wasn't the worst pay and you got cash like weekly. And it's a pretty yeah. quick turnaround. Work by yourself. Exactly. Totally, like to, a lot of people um, want to be there, and you could just like, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. So, are you guys based in LA still? Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. We're, we're in um, Orange County. Oh, what well, part of Orange County? Uh, like Huntington Beach. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. My boyfriend lives in Carlsbad, nowhere near Huntington, but oh, Legoland. Yeah, I drive down. <laughs> yeah, let me see. Sorry, I don't know how to turn my like phone messages off on. Am I oh, like, no. on my like apps? So oh my gosh, see. I don't either. Mine just went off too. Let me see services, maybe. Um, yeah, and thank you. Sorry, it was so hard to do this with. I'm a little bit bad with Instagram messages, where I have a tendency to open them and then forget about it. Oh my gosh, and then, don't like, worry. Oh shit! I didn't ever message that person back. Yeah, oh, thank I've done you. The same so thing. thank you so much for doing this. It's I think it'll like everyone's gonna be so excited to hear from you. We're so excited that you're on the show, and um, I think it's like really good. Everyone's gonna be stoked to come listen. Yeah, yeah. We'll you see what people have to say. Yeah, you've definitely become like a fan favorite. Like it was quiet from the beginning because they're like, "Well, who is this person? She's never on." And then you came out like a front runner, and I was like, "Ooh, I like her." Oh, really? Thank you. I feel like um, the the fans of Vanderpump Rules are a little bit harder to win than I thought they were going to be. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah but I think you're hard. doing a good job right now. Yeah, <laughs> that helps. <laughs> I think that you got the hard, um, the hard trolls with just coming out of the gate with the pasta and stuff like that. But now the way you're like handling business, people are like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, wait a second. I, um, when that pasta thing came out of my mouth, I actually called my mom and sister immediately after. And I was like, hey, I just word vomited really bad. <laughs> really I have a tendency to say things when you're not supposed to say them. <laughs> like, not a mean way, just of, like, just, like, ironic things. And um, I was like, I freaking t- 
talked about pasta and I know how much people love it and I know everyone's gonna just hate me immediately after and like as soon as it happened and like my family and I are funny we kind of we always play this game where we guess what people are gonna say we're like I bet you someone's gonna say this first this first and this first yeah (laughs) it's just on spot but honestly it's also like fun and it comes with the territory and I can take a little People were so upset. They're like, she's had to have had mac and cheese as a child. And I was like, well, who cares? Like, don't get angry about it. Just be like, huh, that's interesting. (laughs) And I didn't really, and the whole thing started because I refused to try things at Sir. I'm a really, and I, and the people really don't believe this and that's fine, but I'm legitimately a picky eater. Like I've never had red meat in my life. I didn't try chicken and I had chicken I started like of course everyone has chicken nuggets but like actual like grilled chicken or anything like venturing out of that until I was probably 18 um didn't fish till 18 like everything was more I tried it when I was later and it was more due to family trauma which is funny which a lot of people don't know about and um so trying food for me now is like being an eight-year-old basically (laughs) which is like that's how I'm breaking a child I was like touche because I am a child because my boyfriend now is always like we're gonna try something new today <laughs> so we're like always like we're gonna go to a restaurant and like pick two items that Charlie's never <laughs> had and now I'm like finally figuring out who would I like like ramen is so good and that's a consider the pasta group yeah, yeah. now well, I'm like things. but um I don't I did try pasta when the season ended and um I didn't like it so <laughs> we're still there. But well, don't uh, I try it at Sir. Sir's isn't the greatest example. <laughs> yeah, I thought that, um, I mean, it smells good. I feel like yeah. I have to go to a real authentic, like one of those expensive places yeah. like eggs or something in LA. Yeah, or they make it fresh or something. Yeah, but, you know, they might just be picky. Like, Holly and I don't eat fish either. Like, we're pretty picky, you know. Well, and you know, you're not alone. Remember years back Sheeta got a bad rap for being a picky eater so you know I've never I didn't watch the show and then when I I mean and this might have been probably bad I should have watched it but I wanted to when I like you know I got asked to do it and stuff I was like you know I don't want to watch it because I don't want to have any pre about people or judge them or hate someone because, like, for my example, like, someone could have not liked me for the pasta and do the show, and they're just judging me off that without actually having a conversation with me. And I know how reality TV works and et cetera. So I was like, I'm going to go with an open mind. And there's been so many times this season where people are like, there's this or there's that. And I'm like, oh, well, holy shit. Like, I I should just <laughs> keep my mouth shut because I have no idea, like, yeah, what's happening. Yeah, because you could have. That's yeah. smart because then you can just, like you said, judge for yourself. Um, and like, well, with them, who did you think was like the most welcoming to you since you didn't have any preconceived ideas? Sheena definitely was the nicest person to me, which I thought wasn't going to happen because I figured we did, like, we do resemble each other a lot. And I knew she had a very strong personality. And I took care of Sheena at my club before. So I was like, she probably like, you know, like she might be like a very strong personality. Like she's been, I thought she was going to be more like the people who are treating me like this is my show type deal. But she was actually like, hey, like, are you Charlie? And like went off the bat of like, oh, I heard you live on the West side. Like the moment I went, like met her, she's like, we should like exchange numbers. And everyone else or every person I have met besides like three people have like literally turned their backs to me. Like, won't even say hi to me, won't acknowledge wow. me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like, that's why a lot of – in the beginning of the season, I'm not really in it because after your, you know, your first time saying hi to people, I'm like, okay, I get it. I'm new. Not Like, you know, Danica and Dana and Max have history with everyone and a little bit of Brett because he has, like, Lisa on his side in a sense, like – they knew people at like Sir, and they knew people at Tom Tom. I started at Sir a week before filming. Okay. So wow. I started training, and then the cameras were on, so I was like overwhelmed. 
And uh, in the beginning, that's why I wasn't really in it because I was like, I don't know if I want to like do this anymore. Like I'm trying to gain an entire SIR staff to like me and then I'm showing up to these events and people won't even say hi to me. So I'm just like getting it wow. from every angle in a sense. And then I felt so defeated and I'm like, only one person is talking to me. So like, you know, this is their show. I respect it. Maybe I'm just not liked and I'll just take a few steps back. That's why like, I really wasn't in the beginning or going to stuff, I should say. I think Ariana's birthday was like the first thing that I really tried at and it was so like sad for me because I've never gone to a party or an event where I haven't been friends with people or people I have not been able to make a friend. So. Wow. Mm-hmm. But That's it's rough. Okay. I think it comes with like, but now I'm understanding the history. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, okay, this is how it is. Oh, okay, got maybe it. You dodged, maybe you dodged a bullet and a lot of drama that way. <laughs> I think I did because I'll, I think in a lot of the season you'll just see me staring and like just, I I think I became an alcoholic because of <laughs> 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 I had no one to talk to. And I became like a nicotine addict because those little stupid duels at the time. Mm-hmm. I had nothing, so I had no one to talk to. You can't be on your phone while you film. And I was like, I'm just gonna get drunk and smoke this jewel in the corner because I have nothing to do, and just watch everyone and try to listen to kind of understand. So I didn't want to make enemies either. I didn't want to be like, oh, you're being yeah. mean. And, and the retrospective of everything, you know, she actually did something to hurt her, and I didn't know about it. So I was like. Eek. Like, I'm yeah. going to step back. But Sheena was the only one nice to me. But also at parties, Sheena would go hang out with all the people who refused to talk to me. And it's, like I said, after, like, the third time you try to talk to a group of people and they ignore you, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Sit on the other side. <laughs> like, it's okay. I get it. And then after, like, their expressions on social media about me and their interviews, I'm like, oh, they really have no interest to be my friend. And that's fine. <laughs> Yeah, I heard the one that I told you about. I was like, I just thought it was unnecessary. Kind of rude. Um, the one with Dana? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, sorry, I think this is better lighting. Um, people are entitled to their own opinions. And I really didn't, what the way I could say is like, I don't expect less of anyone. And, um, and I think that like, explaining the situation from one side to make yourself look or feel better and saying that someone's mean when on a Friday night, you know, you're spending your time during a pandemic talking about someone isn't, it's more of a character choice of them and not me. And that's why I never really respond to people or say anything because I've always been taught like, if you know the truth and you know the situation and, or you know who you are, yeah. it's like, the most immature person always has to have the last word. So you just give it to them and say, okay. That's nice. That's a good way to look at things. And that day, too, it's like there was, you know, people don't, and I think that a lot of times with filming and what I've noticed with people maybe watching somewhere, like for Sheena, example, like I feel like everyone's so mean to Sheena. Yeah. And it's, and even Sheena has been mean to me out of spite of, like, with the show and, you know, them twisting things. And I refuse to, like, join on the Sheena, like, the We Hate Sheena train or We're Gonna Embarrass. Like, I refused it. That's yeah. why with the whole Brett thing, like, I was like, no, I'd rather keep Sheena's friendship than date Brett. Even though she's, like, talking about me. But in the long run, I know this is going to be better because she's going to figure out that people are going to be on her side more than she thinks. Yeah. Yeah. Brett hasn't been received as well as he maybe thought was going to happen. And so that was probably smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And like I said, I could see it because it was just, there was one thing, like there's so many things that people don't, I mean, we always say this a hundred times over again, but there's so many things that aren't shown and it's so incredibly frustrating because you're like, oh my God, like, are you kidding? And like, even that's why I got like, like I said, I refused to jump because I saw them portraying that 
Sheena was jealous of Dana and she wasn't. And I, like, I was literally, like, they didn't show all the parts. But I was next to her in training. Like, we all had to do shit that we didn't like to do. We all got a little bullied in the beginning. Like, that's just any restaurant job with a lot of girls, you know? That's just LA. And to see that it was portrayed totally false is, like, incredibly frustrating. Yeah. And I've heard her explain, too, how it was like they... They just showed so much of Dana's life so quickly, and Sheena has all these other things that they never show. Like, they showcase Stassi's podcast, but not Sheena's or her show, and so that would be frustrating. And even things with me, too, like, they, they, it was so weird in the sense of that when I kind of backed out many because I was scared, they got frustrated with me, didn't want to film, which is totally understandable. And then towards the end, wanted to cram all of my stuff in, and then we couldn't really. And that's why I'm like, well, no one's gonna like, no one's gonna know me. And I'm not very good at social media. And like all these people are gonna think about me is like that I hate pasta and then I wear bikinis and that's not me. And so that's the reason why it's like also pushing me to do another season because I feel like now that I figured it out, you like you have to really like keep asking or pushing for you to like film stuff I guess you would say or for them to show it you have to show much like drive and energy of like setting things up and making things happen because that's the only way if I feel do it oh exactly yeah that's a yeah because I just feel like you know whatever because like they and I feel like maybe they maybe the world's not interested in like little stuff here and there maybe they can only show one podcast, you know? And I was thinking, like, maybe this season, since, like... Because I don't feel like they showed much of what Danica does, either. Like, it was just Dana and Max, I feel like, in the beginning. Yeah, like, completely. And I was looking forward to Danica as well, because, you know, she has some spicy life stories we've heard. And I'm like, why aren't we seeing this? Like, what about yeah. their relationship? <laughs> That's not, yeah, there's like a lot of like her and like we had like a dip, like a whole lunch thing. Like, there's a lot of things that didn't make it that were very, I feel like, not like juicy or like drama filled, but very interesting subjects that aren't being shown at all. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's just weird. But like, I don't know if it's because like you have to be as passionate or like push for it or, you know. Yeah. I don't know. But they did film her music videos. So. Oh, I can still see that. Yeah, that's she does music video. Yeah, so. What and didn't she reshoot it, replacing Brett? I um, think? I don't, I don't. Yeah, she or did. She was going I, to. She, she, I think she like had to redo the second part, but I don't know the details. I don't yeah. remember the. She did say say it in our Bravo Daily Dish, but I got. <laughs> you know, they get you annihilated for a lot of, of these things. I'm catching on to. <laughs> like, yeah. I, yeah, I'm like, I'm catching on to you guys. Like, they gave me pina colada smearing off seltzers, and I'm like, you guys know I like pina colada. And they, like, I got so drunk for that Bravo Daily Dish interview, and so she told us a bunch of details that I can't, I can't remember. Yeah. You don't have to report on Sheena, don't worry. Okay, <laughs> we want to hear about like, you. We want you on the podcast. Now we're going to find out that I don't really listen. <laughs> <laughs> What? Um, so who do you hang out with now? Like any of the people at Sir, or you just go there and work and check out and hang out with your own people? Um, well, no one likes me right now, as you could tell from the podcast. <laughs> I did hang out with Danica, but she's also upset with me because of the whole Dana situation. I do hang out with Sheena when I can, but honestly, I think that which I was super surprised I told the producers this this is me this will always be me I I constantly put my work first and like third like I put my work first myself and then like fun last all the time and I think that's really hard for me at sir because everyone parties all the night everyone's always going out on West Hollywood and I live in Venice so I can't drink up you know, sir, and go out with everyone because I have to drive home all the time. So, wow. and then they live in West Hollywood and no one wants to come to the West Side ever. Like, ever. Well, I lived in Santa Monica, Venice for 10 years and I'm like, I don't get the, the why they feel that way because I like it so much better than West Hollywood. <laughs> so, yeah, I've never 
understand. I'm on your side. So nice, like a fellow like West Side native. Hey, uh, yeah. I used to work at 3110. Did you ever go there? Uh-uh. No. Do you remember 41 Ocean? Maybe they didn't have it back then. Oh, it, yeah. Okay. It was it like, was a while ago. Yeah, but um, no one ever wants to come to the West Side. You know my pain. Like That's why I hang out with Sheena, because she literally lives up the street from me, which is Yeah, weird. like the Whaler was my hangout, or the Yeah, Surf okay, bar. I live on Washington and Wade. Okay. So, like, behind there, yeah. And Sheena lives in, like, the marina area. But, yeah. um... Say my address, huh? Off of like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, if you ever want to kill me, go on Venice Boulevard. <laughs> um, yeah, so like, it's so hard to hang out with everyone, and no one wants to come, so it's super annoying. And like, I legitimately try, and I try to do things with people, but like, Raquel just wants to hang out with James, you know, which is totally fine. I get it. And then, yeah, I was going to ask about Raquel because it seemed like you guys were friends or in, you, you're both new to Sir and training and yeah. but if she's just always with James that makes sense. Yeah so she, I feel like she spends most of her time with James and then like I and it's like so ironic because like when Sheena called me a club rat I was like if a club rat is a girl who works every weekend at the club and gets money then like by all means that's who I am because I never have a weekend off. I literally work every single weekend so really oh yeah. so you work somewhere else too okay yes I have two at the when I first started Sarah I have three jobs so when people were and then that's on top of like my acting and modeling so when people were like oh you don't want to get like fucked up at like this event we're all going to and filming for I was like dude I legit can't I have like four castings in the morning I work out sir tomorrow night the next day and when I bottle serve it's Thursday Friday Saturday so I work from seven to like three, oh. four. Oh my yeah. god! You so, have a lot of energy. <laughs> I'm girl. After this, I was like, I cut back down. <laughs> I just work at Sir and one club now, thank God. And um, I was just telling my boyfriend, I was like, you know, I'm getting old. I don't know how much longer I could be doing all this like bottle serving on the weekends. Like Sir needs to <laughs> get busier so I could just work there after. But it's just so yeah. hard. Bottle serving money is so much. So yeah, do people because I know it's like mostly tourists. That how is how do people tip on average at Sir? Like, is it just standard, or you, do you notice anything more or less than you know other places that where regular people go? Um, I actually enjoy working at Sir because, like you said, the tourists. But it's tourists who want to be there. If that yeah, works. they make it fun. Yeah, yeah, and like Visa has such a good system where all the drinks are like you know her drink or this choice so everyone wants a cocktail and then everyone wants like goat cheese balls and then like I feel like everyone's bills are always so expensive and luckily with I've been in the food and beverage industry since I was 15 so I've had like 10 years of training and like fine dining so I do find that when I use my skills I guess you would say answer I get really good tips like I get yeah, I'm like, I have no problem getting, I think there's only like one time someone didn't tip me and it was because on accident I said something funny about Trump, but they like asked me my opinion. <laughs> I, I just like, I said, there I go again, blurring something. I was like, fuck. I'm like, they were going to freaking Oh this. my God, they didn't tip you because of that. And you're in West Hollywood. You're in Los Angeles. Come on, what do they expect? And don't ask that question. It, like, it was like a real, it was like an old man with like a group of like younger people and it was like really weird he like asked me because they were like oh like you used to do pageants and I was like yeah and then they're like did you do like what was your talent and I was like oh I did Miss USA back in the day the system the like Donald Trump owned and yeah. he didn't require us to do talent like, those are two different pageants and he was like and I was like ha 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 I was like he should have stuck with that because he was really really good at it and he was like for pageant directing he like killed it you know and he was like, well, I'm going to wear my Magma hat and come tomorrow. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. And I was like, you're more than welcome to. I was like, come back to West Hollywood, wear your hat. And <laughs> I, I was like, my dad is literally like, I might both my parents in the military. And I'm like, so don't get me wrong. I understand. <laughs> like, please don't hurt me. <laughs> and then he didn't tip. So I was like, oh, oh my wow. gosh. Yeah. And then I was like, honestly, though, like, I don't even want it. 
from people like that though I'm like when someone's really mean about tipping or weird like that I don't even want their money you know yeah I'm like just keep it that's someone else is gonna tip me like double and I'm gonna just end up making up for it that's what I tell myself yes oh, yeah wow. well it so. does sound fun because I guess everyone is excited to be there and, and meet and see what ha- everything happens so mm-hmm. that would be better than like maybe just your regular LA person going to a restaurant that may have like may not be as nice <laughs> yeah exactly you know? I used to work at a dingy like sports bar you know so like people had so many different types of personalities at a sports bar like I'm angry crazy drunk so at Surrey yeah. I feel like the most that happens is that people get crazy over the fans you know when like Lisa comes in everyone's having like brain aneurysms and I'm like oh fuck <laughs> like I don't stop but uh, like one time this lady cried and I didn't know what to like how to handle it. <laughs> I am not really good with criers, and she started crying, and I was like, I like grabbed one of the managers. I was like, this girl's crying at my table. Like, you have to do something. <laughs> like, I can't handle it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we've d- we've definitely encountered crying fans as well. I think <laughs> people are very passionate about Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> no, who? No. Like, literally, like, someone should have gave me the, I legitimately was like, oh, you know, I was like, I'm just going to do this for fun. Like, maybe something will come out of it. Maybe not. No one will even, like, pay attention to me or know me. And I was like, and honestly, I didn't really, you know, care, like I said, to, like, start drama or, like, trying to be like, I'm going to be a main cast member. And then, like, all this stuff started happening. And then, like, they started asking for more. And then, like, I started going to stuff and then, like, seeing people and, like, seeing how they reacted or like getting messages of like are you on like Vanderpump or what are you doing and I was like oh my god how has it been how has it been like going on casting calls now are people recognizing you that you're on the show and is that affecting you negatively or is it nothing's really happening yet or how does that work like when you do reality tv versus like going for a film or something um it hasn't like hurt me or help me yet I guess you would say I still go to my auditions I still get callbacks um the reason why I missed intros and everything was because and that's why I'm not like I don't have a title um I'm like edited kind of like in the back corner I filmed a movie and yeah and it was like either pick the movie or and it wasn't like a big movie it's like just another like indie film but it was like with a really good director and good for my resume and the, you know, Bravo wanted to like beat my ass, but <laughs> I was like, I'm taking this movie. Yeah, are they su- like, are they supportive when you when something like that comes up? Like, is it? No, not really. They, I don't think they were supportive. It was more like, why did you audition for a movie if you knew that you had this coming up? But I, like again, my career always comes first. Like the way I'm gonna get money the most and be the most successful and the best for my resume, I'm always going to choose. Like, if I have to cancel after a schedule, and... Is there anyone else, is is there anyone else, like, on the cast that you know of that is hustling like you are? Is anyone else doing that? Or, because I know that some of the the original cast members had ambitions to do that, but are they still doing that, or... Not that I know of, and I talked to Tom and Tom a little bit about it when they, uh, we filmed at my club one night, it's coming up, and we had, like, this whole conversation, because, like, there's been so many times while we're filming that, like, you could, like, come out with us after, and I'm like, I have an audition, and they just said, I think Tom, or they just both were like, we were tired of castings, and we did it for a little bit, and, like, we were kind of done now, and I'm like, I get it. Like, you know, it does get tiring, and it's an exhaustion on top of exhaustion, you know? Yeah. And it's, like, more... Like, but besides that, it's been good and it's fun for me. And, and you know, say it like, I don't like to believe in, I guess, rules in the world. Like, you know, when someone's like, oh, if you do this, you can never do this. Like, I think that's complete bullshit. I think you could do whatever you want. And so when I took this, like, little opportunity, everyone was like, well, what if it messes up your acting career? And I'm just like, well, I think if you think those about things like that, it will. But if you think about things of like, if I want to accomplish this goal, this goal, this goal, then that's what I'm going to do regardless of the circumstances. So, cool. Yeah. I feel like I'm just rambling. I'm so sorry. I'm like talking so much. No, it's you're amazing. Like, 
Sarah, Sarah and I's biggest pet peeve is like when we finally get to listen to an interview from a cast member, the hosts are like interrupting them nonstop. And it's like, we want to hear from the person, not you guys. So we love that you're talking. That's awesome. Okay. Cause I've been, like I said, my boyfriend and his roommate have been home. So it's like been two dudes and like stations. <laughs> okay. So can I, can I ask about your boyfriend? So that was like one of like the big, we have a Facebook group, a private Facebook group where we talk about all things the underpump rules and um, a little yeah. story broke that you have a boyfriend and people like dug through your Instagram to like 2017. Um, mm-hmm. So have you guys been in a relationship this whole time? And that like was a storyline for the show or anything to so, say? <laughs> I you, okay, so I tried. I got dumped. <laughs> no. So I was with my boyfriend for, uh, well, I'm still with him. Uh, well, okay. We were together. We've been together for three years coming up in, um, or this past year. And um, we dated for two years. And then he left to San Diego to take a job for a company called PowerDot. And um, when he took this opportunity, we were like, hey, I like again I work every weekend Monday through Friday I'm doing acting and modeling stuff and I don't take days off like at all mm-hmm. I refuse to and I don't like it and um so we were just like okay I I respect your decision I always say that like you gotta do what you gotta do for yourself we will try to see if it works and you know a few months in it just didn't work for us and we decided to break up and um, then, you know, I was, then I did a show in the middle of the breakup. We were broke up for about eight months. Um, and then that was basically the entire time of filming. I got back with him towards the end, like August. So, like, we were basically almost finished wrapping and closing. And I didn't want to, like, I was trying. I This is my probably my biggest regret this season. I kept everything a secret. Like I kept, like no one even knew that I had an ex-boyfriend. Like I didn't explain it. I did try to keep everything I could about my personal life for some reason when I'm doing a reality show. That's why I feel like I didn't film that much again. It's because like I was so terrified of people finding out things about me or the true about me or my real drama in life because I have a fucking crazy life and a crazy story. And at the time, like legitimately, I was dating so many people and Brett is not someone I was interested in. And Brett and I hung out a few times before he asked me out and I told him like, hey, I know that like two hot people on a TV show are supposed to date, but like, let's not do that. Because I knew Sheena liked him and I was like so single at the time that I didn't want to have a TV boyfriend, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. I just got to have a relationship. And I was like, I want to have fun and meet people on the show. Like, I don't want to date the one guy. Like, what, be tied down again? You know? <laughs> like, I want to have, I want to, like, get drunk at all these things and meet people and have fun and, like, meet, like, you know, who yeah. knows to do show collabs, you know? We're like, where, <laughs> where are all the shows that I kept asking the producers? I'm like, bring the freaking Hills people. Yeah, (laughs) like bring me some other like stars, and um, someone besides Shep. (laughs) Yeah, and also like I don't, I already could see all the girls like, like dee 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 about Brett. Like I said, and I saw Sheena's like, Sheena liked him, and I knew like all these girls had like all these opinions, and I was like, oh god, like that's the last thing I want to have fun, and I could see, so it wasn't a storyline. Like I could see that like Brett was interested. But, like, I just saw the drama that was around him. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, yeah. my boyfriend and I, um, and then during filming, like, I just got really drunk one night, one of the fucking days after filming, that I got wasted. And I was like, oh, my God, all of this is missing my ex-boyfriend because I want to share this with him. I want, like, him to, like, you know, he's a number, I have so much anxiety. Like I said, like, I can't even make a friend. And me and my boyfriend are so big about, like, being the couple that is, like, the friend that you can call. Like, you can always go to a party to or, like, you can come to a festival with. Like, we pride in that. And so, like I said, coming to this group and no one, like, would talk to me or give me the time of day. And I I would see them, you know, talk to Dana. But then, like, would refuse to talk to me because I was 
their excuse too young to have a conversation with them. And um, so I just got drunk one night and called my boyfriend. I'm yeah. ex-boyfriend, and I was like, hey, um, I'm on a TV show, and I'm annihilated, and I'm having, like, a really hard time, and I need you here. <laughs> and then, but I didn't want to tell the producers, and I didn't want to tell anyone yet. And so cause I was unsure, like I said, like, also getting dumped isn't something that I want to share on TV because I was embarrassed and humiliated, and my boyfriend was dating other people at the time, and I was like, oh, God, I'm going to be, you know – the girl yeah. that's on TV that's like now like you're banging my ex-boyfriend like you know just like ugh, mortified at the idea of that so um I yeah you want to get used to it first before you're comfortable sharing and you know th- as you do it more you'll probably get more comfortable sharing but it's scary at first especially you know you people know. look up your family and your boyfriend it's just like invasive yes yes so and like and I also have like crazy ex Friends. And I'm from like, you know, Barstow where like just a lot of craziness happens. And I just had so many things I was terrified of sharing because of judgment. But I also felt like hurt me because no one had the opportunity to like learn about me because I kept it so surface level. Yeah. But then as the season went on, I went a little bit and little bit. But I feel like now that this, which is ironic, season's done, I'm like, oh, it's like fair game. And, like, also, I, like I said, refuse to talk about people or do things or, like, share things about people and now seeing people's interviews and, like, podcasts and their, like, interviews with other, hot, like, talk show hosts and them just, like, rambling on about you. You're like, oh, okay, this is how the game is. Got it. <laughs> so that's Yeah, I guess I it gets um, talked about, but then again, what do you have going on that all you have to talk about is someone else? Yeah, and that's, yeah, and, like, pageants taught me a lot about, like, interview skills, and it's just, I don't really like spending my time talking about people, that's why I was confused of why the producers like me for the show, because I was like, hey, when there's, like, a lot of drama, I'm just someone who says it how, like, it is to you, I just let you know right away, and then I drop it, like, I don't have, I don't carry on, like, like, grudges, or, like, carry it on with people, I'm just like, oh, I don't like you, you don't like me, we're good. Yeah. What what so, is what's saw, it like working with uh producer Jerry? Uh Jeremiah, I like Jeremiah. He's really nice. Okay. You know, I Jeremiah definitely has favorites and maybe the <laughs> show I feel like the show's probably going on for so long that it's probably inevitable to not have relationships and not have favorites. Yeah. You know? But I definitely think I I think he likes me, which is good. That's good. <laughs> Now Jeremiah and I, like, yeah, I feel like the producers and I definitely have our moments with, I feel like everyone does, where we butt heads or they probably want to strangle me. But um, besides that, it's okay so far. Cool. <laughs> yeah. We saw you were, like, in the Miss California thing, which, I, yeah, part of Miss USA. Did you ever run into Raquel? Were you guys in this, was she in the same um, genre or was she more on the, like, the Miss America pageant side? No, Raquel and I competed against each other probably like for a few years. Oh, so you knew of her or knew her before? Kind yeah, of? I think we. Yeah, I knew of her. I wasn't her friend. We. I always used to call them pageant gangs. So, like, what <laughs> area you kind of won your um or who you coached with, so to say, was your group of people. Right. So like, I don't remember who she won with, but like. If you, like, for example, if you were, like, Miss Greater San Diego and then you got coached by the San Diego coaches, like, you were in, like, the Greater San Diego group. And then, like, people were in, like, the Miss Malibu group. I mean, mm-hmm. like, the group. And they own, like, Miss Malibu, Miss Santa Monica, like, um, Beverly Hills. Like, everyone had, like, their own groups. Yeah, so oh, since okay. she was from, like, Sonoma, it was probably a totally different group than you. Uh, she hung out with like a whole different group of girls that I didn't like talk to. I um I was like a stalker and looked up some of your stats. You placed like very high. You were like a legit pageant competitor. Yeah, I like was super into it, and I actually competed like internationally. I did a um like cool. it's like yeah, they, it's called um I almost won against like I got like first runner up at that first or second. I can't remember against like the entire like. South American countries, so like Mexico, America, Canada, wow. Honduras, but yeah, and you had to like, it was a seven-day pageant, 
pageants were like all my life for like a long wow. time. This wow. one was like when I was 22. But now I'm an adult and you have to pay for them yourself. I mean, I'll <laughs> for them myself, let me rephrase that. I always actually use <laughs> my own money. But then I, when I realized, <laughs> I was right. like, oh my God, I'm spending this much money at pageants. And I could, it was when I took my first backpacking trip in Thailand. And I was like, oh my God, this is like less than a pageant. <laughs> oh my god that's so crazy yeah it's yeah, expensive. like you don't make anything right unless you win or place i mean you even if you win you just get like some you don't win money there's only one pageant i did in texas where i won i think like two or three thousand dollars um but you just get like modeling stuff and like exposure followers like, yeah and, like cosmetics thing well that's the one thing i do miss because you yeah. get like nails for a year free like when I was on, when I was like doing pageants, I was, I was like, dang, I look so good because I had all that free stuff. Yeah. Free training, free extensions, free tan, you know? Yeah, that's cool. Free training, so. I think I want to see a movie, like an updated Drop Dead Gorgeous. I love that movie. But like with yeah. all the different groups you're talking about and like how they interact with each other. That's all. So I'm fascinated weird. now. <laughs> yeah, no, it was like. That, yeah, that was like back in the day, the pageants, we used to have this old director named Keith and he was just so about like, you know, Hollywood and the glitz and just I like uh, so many things that I'm, it's so funny they would tell us like we're preparing you guys for futures you don't even know you're about to have. Like you're going to carry these, they would like, me and my friends were just laughing about it when we were in Miami because I'm still friends. They would tell us at the pageants like the girls you're with in your like gang, you know, your group are gonna be your friends for the rest of your life. And we would never believe it, because like, you know, in pageants, the reason why they were so hard is because one person wins. There's not like, even if you get second or third, yeah, you get prizes, but at the end of the day, it's like one person. So they always just like, tell us all this crazy stuff in our head. And one of the things they taught us was that any exposure is good exposure. So if you get, if you get bad, like, you know, press, you like you flip it to make it good. Or you do something like positive, or like there's nothing ever bad coming from press as long as your name's in it. So, which is like crazy. We learned this at like 16, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like being taught of like how your body should look, like these like things you should have, like how to like how to be famous, basically. <laughs> so it was very yeah. interesting. So, that is interesting. Blocks. Yeah. Um, and it helps because like now well like I said when the whole like pasta thing happened I was like that's press like Prepared. awesome like you know well, just like make fun of yourself have fun speaking of pasta I have to ask you you said you tried avocado for the first time which I don't know how it's possible because you're from California but how did you like it <laughs> oh my goodness so I freaking love avocados now I have one a day <laughs> I know it's okay but this is the thing people I, they're like, you had to have, like, my mom is very firm a believer, like, not forcing your kid to do things they don't like, which I love her for. Mm-hmm. And, like, my mom has a pozole party every year. I've never tried it. I know how to make tamales and make them with my family every year. Don't, never ate one. So, like, I just eat the same thing and have been eating the same thing since my entire life. But yeah. um, the avocados now, like, avocado toast changed my life. <laughs> so I'm so happy about it. Like I that's actually like, my favorite thing at Sir because I don't like I don't like go cheap balls, but I'm like I could do the avocado toast there. Oh, <laughs> uh, for the brunch? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So I the sad thing I would love to work brunch, but like I worked the clubs, so I've never even gone to our brunch. I only uh, like did training and then that's it, and I never worked it, never been to it. It yeah. looks. It looks like better than the dinner food, in my opinion. It, yeah, I would opt for brunch more than dinner there. But like I said, avocado toast is like the best thing. Um, oh, Holly, you like their French toast, right? I can't remember. Uh, I usually get the burger for brunch. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is it a burger? I'm like asking No, you no, it's like a full-on like burger. It's just really good. It's like, you know, like a dumb restaurant burger. It's I mean, it's not great, but it's better than anything else on the menu. <laughs> Didn't oh, they yeah. like because you didn't want blue cheese, so they didn't they put shredded cheese on it because that's all they had. Yeah, or like some like Parmesan droppings or something. Yeah, <laughs> some, something. Oh, that's that funny. Is, 
So, um, so Charlie, on last night's episode, I heard you mention that, um, you know, you saw Brittany's wedding and everything, um, and you were saying that you would like to do, like, a drive-through wedding in Vegas. That's how I got married. I literally got married at the Little White Wedding Chapel and did the drive-through. So, I, like, I felt very connected to you when you said that. (laughs) Stop, you did. I really wanted to meet someone who's done. I, yes. Okay, can you tell process real quick like did you like just tell me everything because I have never actually gone to one I just always growing up because of Barca we spent so much time in Vegas that I always saw it and I was like that's what I'm gonna do (laughs) it was like just like a total like spur of the moment thing and me and my husband just went and like we literally went in our Honda Accord and like we did like and just like in our normal clothes it was raining we didn't even get like we didn't we drove through like we did our vows right there out the window like it was every single thing that you would think that it was was how it was like it was crazy but it was amazing like I do not regret it I don't regret like not like spending all that money on the wedding I didn't want people to look at me when I was exchanging my vows like it was perfect for us and I loved it I think it's so cool because it's so intimate and easy yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like I want to order a number one. And it's like, yeah. That's literally, they, like, I'm pretty sure they handed us a menu and we chose like what our package was in it, like right there. That's how it was. It's like, awesome. yeah, it's like Chick-fil-A. They're like, okay, here's the menu. And you know, yeah. Like, how many people could say, well, I mean, you obviously, but I just think it's such a like, like, no, and not everyone's like, yeah, I went through a drive-thru. <laughs> what? Yeah. I know. Well, like when I when we thought about like going to Vegas, I was like, well, I don't want to go like into like a little chapel and do it like that. Like that seems like I don't know. Like that, it's just as sad as going through the drive through. So I was like, let's just do the drive through. It's funny. I thought it was funny. Well, I'm glad we have the same sense of humor. <laughs> what the hell? And I'm like, no, no, no. It's like so good because like and I want to do it in like a pink Cadillac. Yeah. You know, and go straight to the strip club after and everyone's like well it was just it was such a funny comment because here you know we've been watching episode after episode of this wedding and then for you to say that comment it was hilarious Sarah and I actually went to Kentucky to cover the wedding like to our podcast listeners all wanted to know what was going on there so we flew to Kentucky and we stayed at the castle a couple of days before Jackson Brittany got married so we were able to see what was going on and all of it so it was crazy that's awesome yeah it was cool it looked like a really pretty wedding yeah it was it was pretty it was so hot like as I was watching those scenes with everyone standing out there like they kept on making it look like everyone was crying but they were sweating like it was so hot wasn't it like June yes June 29th yeah yeah that's super humid yeah (laughs) crazy but like honestly I didn't I never get to watch I don't have cable (laughs) and um, I'm like girl (laughs) I I told my mom like there's nothing you know that game you used to play would you rather be rich and no one know you when you were young or broke and famous yeah (laughs) I was like clearly you know be careful what you wish for so we all chose, you know, option B because we all want to be famous and now we're all broke. <laughs> but never get well, Sandoval and Kristen always said they didn't have cable the first couple of years they were on. I don't think they got it till season three. So it's normal. Yeah. <laughs> and also honestly, no one has cable these days anymore. So True. But it's honestly <laughs> great when you do because my, so my boyfriend's mom lives next door to him. And last night I was like, oh, you have cable. I was like, I'm totally coming over and watching. I never watched myself on TV. I've yeah. only watched it like the ghetto copy the producer sent us. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> awesome! Um, I was so like, I watched the entire thing and amazed by Britney's dress. I was like, it was one of my favorite like dresses I've seen, and that's like a lot coming for me because I don't like a lot of wedding things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like a three parter. She like kept taking oh, off layers. Cool. Her hair thing, I was like, oh my, the best I've ever seen her look. Yeah, she looked like, beautiful. She looked amazing. So, the fun times I've seen her, she always looks great. But I was like, wow, this is your look. Like, the hair, styling, the makeup, like, you should do this all the time. <laughs> yeah, that soft wave, with, like, yeah. straightened by the soft wave, I, that was really I good on her. 
curly. So I was like, that looks so good on you. Like, do that. Love it. Yeah. More sleek and elegant on her for sure. Cool. Well, well thank you. Really yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this, Charlie. Seriously. Like, we're so excited that you're on the show and so excited that you came on our podcast. This is great. Um, let everybody know where they can find you, what they're, you know, how to connect with you. If there's okay. anything you want to promote or anything you're working on, feel free to like shout it out. Um, honestly, this sounds terrible, but since we're in this little pandemic thing, I created a new hobby, but I'm not going to promote myself because I have nothing doing. But if you guys are interested, because I'm inside, you know that resin stuff? Yes. I'm making, I'm going to make Sheena, she doesn't even know that, but she's going to hear this podcast, but I'm making coasters and like ashtrays. It's my new hobby. Oh my god! I've been watching so many TikTok videos of that. I've been watching like, like, um, like someone made like this beautiful comb, and I was like, I want that. Yes, I found it on TikTok, and I was obsessed with TikTok. And I bought that's actually coming in today. And I was like, guys, I have nothing to do. I'm jobless. Please send me a request if you want an ashtray. But um, oh my god, we, we want to order one. We'll order one for sure. Yeah, I'll post one and I'll post it on. Um, I'm gonna make a little Etsy site today because I was like, I'm gonna be in the house for the next three weeks. I everything that I do has been like my modeling, my acting, everything's canceled, which is yeah. insane. And the club and Sir aren't opening anytime soon. No, it's Sorry, I was like, I- yeah, my daughter, my 18 month old daughter, has an audition tomorrow, and like they want to see her in person. And I'm like, are you really? kidding me? Like, I-, I cannot. Like, I just sent a thing. I'm like, she's gonna self tape. Like, that's insane. I'm not going. Wait, like, that is crazy. I know. All the people I've known have been like only self tapes. That's who I I know. With by the way, I'm just curious. That's what? Cool. Yeah. Who's your with just being like nosy that's so cool uh they're both with um district talent and yeah um i have a five-year-old and an 18 month old and so it's so fun watching you on tv going through all that because i'm like i'm a momager now so i'm like trying to learn the ropes and i mean this is crazy so i know like the hustle that you have because it is so much work doing these yeah. casting calls and callbacks and like it's it's insane like it's it's crazy yeah. Two, two kids so I couldn't I see moms on auditions and I'm like I applaud you because they're long you have to keep them like you know focused like there's so many like distractions going on like kid auditions are hard yeah you have like, to like I have to like de- I have to manage their moods like that is my job is to like yeah it's it's, it's hard <laughs> I hope wow. she gets audition tomorrow that's awesome. I know I know we'll see well the self-tape hasn't come through so I might have lost that one because I wouldn't go in person but oh well <laughs> yeah but um okay so you can find me on Instagram at Charlie Burnett and that's all that's my social media I have right now I think Twitter's dangerous oh my gosh you have to plug yeah. your TikTok too because it's really good oh yeah and I have a TikTok my TikTok's Charlie Burnett one I just started it not the best but we're gonna get there so <laughs> thank you guys for having me this was super fun yeah, yeah and post your Etsy you. store because we'll do yes. some giveaways too for listeners and maybe yeah. they'll get some customers I love that <laughs> yeah I honestly I love all the content that fans make for Vanderpump so I was like I have to jump in on this because the quotes are hilarious yeah and everyone like memes and facial expressions crack me up so I'm like I have to make ashtrays this is just too good (laughs) so thank you guys thank you thank you have a good rest of your week Bye. bye bye